retreat, beginning our retreats. I have an opportunity today uh, to practice together, cultivate this way of awakening. Uh, One thing that the uh, Buddha said, that there is no other thing do I know that brings so much harm and suffering as an undeveloped and uncultivated mind. And there's no other thing do I know that brings so much happiness as a cultivated, as a developed mind. So we have this opportunity to plant the seeds and the causes for happiness, for well-being, and for the diminishing and the transformation of suffering through the cultivation and the development of this jitta, this mind and heart of ours. Uh, This is the essence in many ways of uh, the practice, that we have agency to do this. Uh, We're not uh, just a leaf in the wind, uh, doomed to suffer, um, but we have the capacity and the ability to respond wisely and clearly to the experience of stress and suffering and oppression and difficulty, whether internally or externally in the world around us, through the development of, of this mind, this very mind of ours, this very jitta, this very heart, which has a great capacity for uh, wisdom, for insight, for compassion, for wise reflection, and for skillful response. So traditionally these spheres of development and cultivation are within the uh, base of uh, the ethical base to cultivate ethics. We touched on a little bit last night and we'll return to this as it's so important for us personally and for us within the world as we live to explore what is ethics and what is it to cultivate an ethical life. Uh, within the sphere of what's called samadhi, which Kirisara touched on last night, samadhi, which is usually translated as concentration, but it uh, really deals with this whole capacity for gathering, for focusing, for being more rooted, rooting the moments of our experience deeply into this fundamental awareness of the mind, this fundamental jitta, knowingness, presence of the heart. So this is uh, about meditation, which is, we'll be emphasizing this a lot, particularly today and throughout the retreat. Uh, The uh, sphere of cultivation is within uh, wisdom, to to realize that we can cultivate wise reflection, to wisely reflect on our experience uh, rather than just blindly react and generate more unconsciousness and more suffering so we can cultivate and develop wisdom, clarity, and then the... There are many spheres of cultivation. These are just the primary ones, ethics, samadhi, meditation, wisdom, 
and of course compassion, to be in this world in a sensitive way, in the relational field. We, we live in a relational field. We're always in relationship. Even when we come into our own internal experience, we're still in relationship. We're in relationship, primary relationship to this body, this heart, this breath. We're in relationship to each other. We're in relationship to the air we breathe, the food we take in, the earth around us, the communities we're in, the world uh, that we um, move through. So being in relationship, there's ways that we can be in relationship where we cultivate consciously the heart that can be sensitive, resonant, compassionate, uh, that can have kindness, that can uh, deepen into equanimity. So these, these kinds of energies are also inherent, uh, inherent capacities of this mind that it's encouraged that we can cultivate and develop for our own well-being and for the well-being of those around us. All of these cultivations, all of these developments are generally speaking under the trajectory of the Buddha's teaching where he focalized his practice and teachings within the template of this teaching. This practice is generally and essentially about the experience of what he called dukkha. There is this experience of dukkha, of unsatisfactoriness that we are impacted by, that we have, that we are, that shapes us quite profoundly. Uh, suffering. It's usually the English translation of this word, although it has um, subtler and um, subtle uh, meaning of a very uh, existential sense of separateness, the separateness, separative consciousness. We feel this separateness from life, uh, from a deeper connection somehow, and it, it generates these feelings of longings and disconnection and projects back onto the self through our separateness, uh, all sorts of images of ourself and in, in the relational field. And then these more common areas of suffering that we all experience, pain and discomfort and, and the impingement of the body and its processes and feelings and the psycho-emotional dynamic of our internal uh, conditioning. So these spheres of, of, of what we experience, what we live with every day has within it this, um, uh, this um, dimension of dukkha every day. And so to, to meet the suffering, meet the dukkha, and to be able to alleviate transform, overcome, meet wisely, to respond wisely. This was the concern of the Buddha. How can we do this? We can do this. Ways of doing this. And then replanting the seeds of this cultivation and this development so that the fruit of that we can taste, which is freedom, insight, uh, strength, courage, peace, the capacity to meet the world from a place that isn't suffering. 
So all of this emerges from this mind, this capacity within the mind, within the heart, that either the capacity for the development and cultivation of well-being, of insight, wisdom, ethics, compassion, samadhi, and also within this mind, the capacity for generating a lot of suffering, (laughs) a lot of reactivity, a lot of discontent. All of this is uh, this mind of ours, this jitta, this heart. And this heart at its very root, this mind at, at its very root, has this nature of what is called buddhi. Buddhi means this fundamental nature of awareness or knowing, intelligence. So everything roots back into this awareness which we begin to gather into, connect with through this practice of uh, samadhi. So today I'd like to um, open a bit more into this practice of samadhi. Many, for many of you is familiar, for some of you maybe it's uh, new, coming into this kind of retreat and experience. But even if we, wherever we are on the trajectory of cultivating this practice of samadhi, gatheredness, Uh, We always, in a certain way, are beginning again. So even if we consider ourselves an expert, even if we've had a lot of experience of very subtle and refined states of consciousness, very, very peaceful, we're always still beginning again. In Zen they call it the beginner's mind, and this is is quite helpful uh, so that we come into relationship with our experience in a very fresh and open way rather than already projecting onto ourself, onto our experience, an assumption of how it was, or an idealization of how it was in another time, in another retreat, in another space, and setting up this subtle expectation, and then already creating dukkha, (laughs) some struggle with how it actually is. So we start with how it is, however it is, even if we've been meditating for many, many years, and then we start and we realize, oh, I'm all over the place. Well, this is how it is, and this is where we begin. You know, already that in that is already the seed of cultivation of wisdom, already the seed of cultivation of some compassion and kindness, rather continually projecting onto this body, this sense of self, Uh, our our expectation and our judgment. We can aspire, we can hold an aspiration, and that's a different quality. We aspire to use this time well to cultivate. That's a different kind of affect than projecting a judgment and critique, which is so common for us as meditators. So I'm just pointing it out right now before we even begin to be mindful and to approach our experience with this beginner's mind, this open space, this fresh inquiring, how is it now? How is it now? So this is a a question that we can ask that can begin to orientate this cultivation of samadhi and gatheredness. How is it now invites us to come into relationship with the body, with our experience as it is now. And then we can begin the cultivation 
of this gathering, this samadhi, this, if you, if you break down the word, uh, sang has the, the sense of a togetherness, something that's together, the d, d-h-i, at the end of the word, has the sense of holding, and the middle part of the word, the long a, samadhi, samadhi, has the sense of a movement in it, moving to or cultivating or gathering this together holding, that, that which is holds or that which is has a togethering, that which is bringing together what has been split apart, the parts of ourself that are disparate. Body is not very aware, not much awareness within the body, mind kind of moving into its habitual thought patterns, the emotional felt sense is a little maybe raw or undigested material. So it has a a felt felt sense experience that resonates and ricochets as some sense of dukkha, some feeling of something a little painful. (laughs) All of this we sort of, it's not maybe so easy to be with, so we we disassociate subtly, thinking about well, where we're going, or getting caught up in chewing over things that have not digested well. And so we, as we start to, how is it now, and as we start to sort of in a way plunge our attentiveness into the river of our experience, then you know it's not always that easy because we face and we meet these disparate energies, body, mind, and heart. So even before we begin to set the right attitude, this attitude of beginning again, and patience, because that is what it implies, kindness, gentleness, as we gather ourselves into this buddhi, into this awareness, gather the body, suffuse the body with this awareness, gather the disparate activity of the, the men- mental stream of consciousness, the mind, it's thinking, to work with that more consciously, that thinking mental energy, which we'll do uh, to gather in this felt sense experience within the heart that uh, has often the feeling tone of some complexity, maybe dread, maybe disconnect, maybe sadness, whatever is there to actually gather this into. So everything, and everything is not just, it is, yes, it is us, our experience, but everything, we're interconnected with the whole, within the relational field. So we're also touching when we bring awareness There's a lot that we're touching. The mind is this web, part of the web of life. And so it's sensitive. (coughs) So everything that's there, just we're gathering through this very, very simple practice of moments of attention. Moments of being here in a particular kind of way. This is the 
the cultivation of primary cultivation of this samadhi in a way the samadhi grows and gathers in and of itself it's like a fruit uh, but the seed or the, the activity that we do is this cultivation of moments of attention so just to explore that a little bit how we do this because it is a, a kind of a doing Well, we can go back to how did the Buddha do this? How did he instruct us into this practice as we start to begin this cultivation, this development of the heart, of the mind, in this sphere of gatheredness, of samadhi? So first of all, if we look into the training of the first foundation of mindfulness, which for many of you be familiar with. Some of you, again, may be new. But we have some hints, we have some guidelines. First of all, the Buddha encourages us to <clears throat> remove ourselves from the complexity of life. It's not an avoidance, it's not a permanent rejection of the world. But it's a skillful way of gathering so that when we meet that world, we have some strength and wisdom, strength of samadhi, not just overwhelmed by what we're meeting, not just reactive. So this is called viveka, which means to withdraw our preoccupation with the world around us. Just for the sake of this gathering, we can return and we will return to contemplate the world, to be with particularly our times of great intensity. We need to be with that. We need to resource ourselves. But for now, learning to resource ourselves. So the Buddha talked about removing this viveka, removing physically the body as we've done, bringing it into this space here and removing the, the, the obsessions of the mind for what he called for the longing and the hankering for the things of the world, for the grief and the disappointment that we experience within the world. It is like this. This is how it is. We have experienced, we all experience the longing for something and the disappointment for what is. <laughs> the hopes and the fears, the likes and the dislikes. So all of that, yes, it's like that, but for now we just turn away from that. It's not out of aversion, but it's just leaving the world as it is. We don't have to fix it right now, we don't have to challenge it right now. We just leave it as it is for the sake of this gathering. And then that attention, which is usually pulled into the reactivity to our experience within the world, that attention we guide. Attention is guided by your thinking. So we use that mental stream of thinking and we take a simple thought maybe to guide attention here. 
like how is it now, is a thought form that can guide our attention. What's happening now? Or the, the, this is called vitaka, using a thought to guide attention. It's the first training of jhana, of gatheredness, of samadhi. So you might have your own thought that you use, like being with the breath, or breathing in, breathing out, a simple thought. I like to use the thought, the mantra we were taught by Ajahn Chah in the forest school, which was just a very simple mantric form of the word Buddha. Which is simply Bud, B-U-D, as you breathe in, and then D-H-O, To, as you breathe out, Bud. And Ho. Bud. This can be helpful. So you can pick that up if you want to explore that, or you, as I said, you might have your own thought form, but just take a thought from time to time as we practice today to help to remind you to bring your attention here. So then, as the progression of this development, the Buddha then goes on to say, as we bring our attention here to begin by breathing in long, which means can mean different ways that different teachers look at this, but perhaps one way that might be helpful that, I, that I've been taught by my teachers that I find helpful is actually literally at first taking some deeper, longer breaths. That's maybe the first stage of looking at this deepening into being with the body, breathing in long. So you feel the length of the breath by taking a few deeper breaths. As you breathe in fully, you can feel the breath suffusing through the body and then breathing out. And then the breath will start to come to its own rhythm and so breathing in long is then beginning to, uh, that attention you've brought here, you start to bring that attention to the breath and following the length of the breath as it comes in through the nostrils comes down into the belly, suffuses subtly through the body, and then the exhalation. So you track the whole experience of the breath. So you could call a long breath. Or sometimes the Buddha goes on breathing in short, meaning that sometimes the breath becomes subtle. The breath is actually everything that we experience as vibration, as moving. This is called the Vyodhatu, that which is the, the air element. So the breath is also in a way sensation and feeling tone. So breathing in short might be then that there's a certain gatheredness and the attention just goes to a part of the body where you experience the vibration of the inhalation, exhalation the vibratory experience of the air element. 
So you might just rest maybe at the nostril or somewhere within the torso. And maybe there's a very sort of sense of as you stay with that attentive training of attention within the body can be quite, um, begin to give rise to a sense of well-being, of fullness, presence. But then you might wander off and you get dislocated and then you just take another deepening breath. And then lastly, as these uh, stages that we're practicing today, the encouragement is as we're breathing, as we become more present, as we become more here, as we become more connected, embodied, gathered, as we're breathing to breathe, experiencing the whole body. So it's a very embodied place with today really just focusing of coming here, tension into and connecting with and being within our embodied experience. Sabakaya Patisangwedi means in the Sutta, in the original teacher, Sabakaya, the whole body, Patisangwedi, to feel with. So it's like the sense of really being inwardly feeling with the whole body. It's a sensitivity within our embodiment, feeling the whole body. So it's not so much observing from some distant place, disassociating, but being within the embodied experience. And there's very good reasons for this as we explore the practice as we go along. So breathing in, breathing out, experiencing the whole body, and then the last part of the first part of our graduated cultivation and development of this practice of samadhi is calming the body. We can actually, through this practice, begin to calm, to steady, to soften, to soothe, to release not only the physical body but the emotional felt sense body, mental body. So today this will be, uh, encourage us to just very, very simply begin again with this cultivation of samadhi, samatha samadhi, calming, gathering. is one of the primary developments of the path of awakening. So just to guide you a little bit, to find your posture that you feel comfortable with, just taking a few moments to feel into your posture. You can adjust, particularly if you're fairly new to this kind of a retreat experience, do feel 
free to adjust your postures while you're finding a comfortable way of sitting. Generally speaking, having a sense for the lengthening through your spine, which allows an opening down through the front of the body, a softening down through the belly. So just feel into the body now in the posture, just noticing the strength of sitting like this, grounded in your seat. Just honoring, just this beginning with beginning again and honoring yourself and this inner illumination of the aware, present jitta heart. And this intention to cultivate this way. Being aware that we're here together. Being supported by each other in this cultivation. And just holding a sense of kindness for ourselves and each other. So however it is now, we're not in the business of having to judge or idealize or be better than or be like we were in another retreat. But we're just returning to the immediacy of now, the aliveness of now, the presence of now, the work that we have to be with now. And we honor however it is for us. Beginning, if it's helpful, by taking a few deepening breaths, taking a deepening breath, really feeling the breath, maybe breathing in slower and deeper so you feel the breath energy in the body, suffusing through the body. Body really likes that. And then as you breathe out, just softening down through the jaw and the shoulder, softening the belly, releasing a bit more into your seat so you feel the ground supporting you. Maybe two or three breaths like that and at any time you can come back to these deepening, slowing breaths to help you steady, to help you ground. And then just very gently being with either the, the whole pathway of the breath, from the experience of the sensation from the nostril into the body, 
as the body inhales and then into the exhalation. Or you might just be with a particular sphere of sensation and feeling within the breath body that you experience as rhythm, sensation, Just finding a way of being as best you can, comfortable with the breath within the body. You can use the mantra, Buddha, that's helpful. This is a very, very simple practice.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.